0: magnify your name that name that's above every name every storm every situation every circumstance God that name, the name the Lord Jesus is above everything hallelujah wonderful counselor, mighty God prince of peace everlasting father that's who you are That's who you are. We magnify you, Jesus. Be exalted, God. Not just in our worship, but in our lives. God, may you hold highest place in every area of our lives, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha. Jesus, your word. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, as we were worshiping, the Lord was just really stirring stirring my heart Ministry ministering. To me, uh, it was just sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, Chris, I want you to share what the Lord showed you, if you don't mind, during worship. Because I want us to understand... Um, that worship isn't just something that we do. It's who we are and and how God sees it. You know, we've taught many times that worship is a key part of our culture of who we are. But uh, I think sometimes we can lose sight of what's really going on. So if you would share.
1: Um, during worship, um, the Lord gave me this picture. There was a huge table, a smorgasbord table, full of the most delectable Good one food, the best food that there is, okay, the choicest meat, the freshest vegetables, the freshest fruits, even the most perfect sweets. There was everything on this table. it was um long and filled. Jesus sees this as he looks down at his children worshiping him, all the different styles, the ways of praising and worshiping. We are all delectable, yeah. Tasty and perfect to him. We are his choice um, morsels. Come on. He smiles down at this feast we are offering him. Come on. He opens up his arms wide. He opens up his arms wide and is smiling and saying, this is all for me. (laughs) It's all for me. Thank you, my loves.
0: Come on. you know, as we were worshiping and the presence of the Lord was so strong. I, I, in my heart, it just rose up. This is why heaven's going to be for eternity. Because time, he's outside of time and, and we can't fit him into time. And when we really slip into that place of worship, time just disappears. Amen. And when we find ourselves in that place, it's when uh, I think it's just a little taste of heaven. And we go, man, this is what we'll have the privilege. Not that we have to. We have the privilege of worshiping the one who's found worthy. The lamb slain for us. The sinless one who laid his life down for the sinners. That we could have life and have it more abundantly. As we were, as we were worshiping, we're going to share some testimonies here in a few moments. And I've got a few pictures I want to share. A video or two. It won't be too long, hopefully. There's several I would share, but... We'll do those later, at a later date. Um, but as I was worshiping, the Lord spoke this psalm into my heart, and I want to I read it. And Melanie just happened to have her book laying on the front row, so I borrowed it. <laughs> it's Psalms 118, and this is from the Passion Translation. If you don't have one of these, I recommend it. Any of them that they have out, uh, he, he hasn't... Um, um, Hasn't done all of the books, but he's done a lot of the New Testament books. He's done Psalms, I think Proverbs. Um, Just phenomenal. But Psalms 118 says this. And this is when we had first started worship, the Lord spoke this into my heart. So the more we sang, the more full I became. He said, keep on giving your thanks to God for he is good. His constant tender love lasts forever. Let all his princely people sing, his constant tender love lasts forever. Let all his holy priests sing, his constant tender love lasts forever. Let all his lovers who bow low before him sing, his constant tender love lasts forever. Out of my deep anguish and pain, I prayed, and God, you helped me as a father. You came to my rescue and broke open the way into a beautiful and broad place. Now I know, Lord... That you are for me and I will never fear what man can do to me for you stand beside me as my hero who rescues me. I've seen with my own eyes the defeat of my enemies. I have triumphed over them all Lord. It is so much better to trust in you to save me than to put my confidence in someone else. Yes, it is so much better to trust in the Lord to save me than to put my confidence in celebrities once I was hemmed in and surrounded by those who do, who don't love you, but by Yahweh's supernatural power, I overcame them all. <laughs> Come on. That's a Shaba hallelujah right there. Man, he is so good. You know, we just got back Wednesday late from our trip and, uh. As Stephen and I had talked, Stephen has been leading the trip the past couple of years, leading us down. And uh, as we had talked about what this year was going to look like, all the way even on the plane ride down there, we were kind of, I think it's fair to say, clueless (laughs) as to what it was going to look like. We've done things. So from the first year we went, six years ago, to last year, things have always looked different. And uh, we've always tried to get just a little closer to what we feel the Lord is saying uh for this time and and every time has been amazing but it seems like each time he just keeps taking it to another level and this year uh as we were on the way down we were just praying and Stephen said you know i'm not even sure what it's supposed to look like he said i'm at peace but my inside as a leader is like at war because we're supposed to have a plan (laughs) and i said i'm with you man i'm in the same place and uh We just prayed and and pressed in, and Stephen said, I feel like what we're supposed to do is we go to the church that first day, we're just supposed to spend some time in prayer and say, God, we want you to show us what we're supposed to be doing instead of just doing something. And uh, one of the things that that we had both talked about is we wanted to help build the church there, not just go do things and not just bring people in, but build the the leadership and the, the people that are connected to Raphael. We wanted to build them, and uh, again, we didn't really know exactly what that was going to look like. We were just praying and saying, God, you'll show us what that looks like, and uh, so we got there on Monday and Tuesday. We got to the church, and we just spent time praying, and uh, so that that set the foundation for what the rest of the week and the rest of our time would look there. We would start with prayer. We would start saying, God, what do you want to do today? How, where do you want us to begin? And how, what does that look like to you? And uh, one of the things that, that we had prayed is we were going to teach them how to do a treasure hunt. If you're not familiar with a treasure hunt, it's uh, that's amazing. That's how Ben and Heather and I, we were introduced. Ben was out at Bethel working with Kevin Dedman, and he came in, and in January, we were not even a year old yet. He came in on January. We were about uh, nine months old, ten months old as a church, and he, he shared for two or three services and taught on treasure hunts, taught us out. So what's a treasure hunt? Treasure hunt is this. You get along with the Lord and say, God, tell me something about the people that you want us to go minister to today, and we didn't have the specific treasure maps. There's one that Kevin Dedman came up with, but we just said this. Uh, we had a short teaching that Tuesday morning at the river in Tamboril. And we said, just ask the Lord for a person, place, and a problem and unusual, something unusual. Who's the person? That's a name. What's the place? Where do we go? Uh, what's the problem? Is it physical, emotional, spiritual? Is there an issue? And then the unusual. And, uh, and just said, all right, pray. And it was, it was so sweet. As we prayed, and then we took time to go around the room and let everyone share their story. So we were there probably two and a half, three hours. And, uh, you know, we should have been doing something, right? That's your mindset. You've got to be doing something. We were. We were doing the most important thing is we were, we were getting along with him. And, uh, and so we, we put the list together, and everybody heard everybody's clues. And what was so sweet As we had said, God, we wanted to build the team. And as the week went on, it was amazing the people who came to us and said, the Dominican team and said, I didn't know I could hear from God. That I thought that when those things came to me, it was just popcorn or it was just stuff I made up. It was just crazy stuff. But as we began to go out and they began to see the things that God had spoken to their heart and it started happening right in front of them, it it didn't just excite them, it developed them it strengthened them because they knew that it wasn't us it was them we, we didn't do anything we just said this is how God works if we would spend time with him he'll speak to us and um, so it was so sweet to see how the how the Lord worked that out and um, Stephen you ready you want to share you want me to keep going look he's looking lost he's acting funny that was Stephen the whole trip <coughs> got anything you ready to share yet let me keep going okay I just didn't want to over tell his story so this is one thing that was really big uh, and I have some pictures that I want to show but as we were talking one of the things that Stephen said is that last year when we were there Tisha had a word and uh, her word was this there's a gentleman who lives next door to the church and I'll show you pictures in a moment his name is Jose Ramon and in uh, all intents and purposes, he's pretty much homeless, except for he's got this little wooden box that he lives in. That it's, he calls his house. And um, Tish had a word last year as we were there, and we were ministering just before we left. And she I, and I, I'm probably not going to get it exactly perfect, but it was in a nutshell. Tish, come share it, because <laughs> I was butchering it in my mind even as I was. You got it, right? She's got it, though, because it was the word the Lord gave her.
2: Well, I remember it because it was such a strong word, and I didn't want to give it, and I finally did. But it was basically the history of the guys that while we were there last year, he would stand out and watch the entire time, and then after we'd eat, he'd come and rummage through our garbage and get food, take it back to his little shed and eat. And then one night, he like as the nights went on, I think we had three different services at night, but he would come a little closer, and he'd be in the driveway looking in through the door. And then finally he made it into the doorway. Well, then one night there was an altar call, and he came charging up and gave yeah. his heart to the Lord. I mean, it was it was really precious. So that's just the backstory of this. But the word that I felt that I had from the Lord was that he was a prophetic statement of what the Holy Spirit had been to the church there, left outside, abandoned, you know, Alone, and that now that he was saved, his life, the way they treated him would be a prophetic statement of how they were treating the Holy Spirit in church,
0: basically. Yeah. So Stephen had that in his heart uh, the first couple of days and couldn't shake it. And so he said, man, I've got to... I don't know if it was Tuesday or Wednesday that he texted Tish and got the word from her said, I just got to know what that word is. So we got it. And... <clears throat> Along that time, I had all the dates written down. I thought I brought them with me. I didn't. It was like this happened on like the 5th, 6th, and 7th. On the 5th, uh, we were at church, or the, the 4th, we were at church, and we were we had just eaten. We'd been out. We'd been ministering. God showed up in a mighty way. When we went out on the first treasure hunt, we went down the road, and uh, who was it? They stopped to pray with someone. Was it the person with cancer? No. Yeah. So anyway... We went down and there was this one guy they wanted to pray for again. And then as they were praying, that group was there. And Stephen said, let's just go on down here. So we went down and we went on the back road. And Raphael was praying for the first guy. And when he came up, he said, no, no, we're supposed to go down this road. And and I said, no, Stephen said he felt led. we were going to go down this road, which was a back road. It wasn't the main road. It was a back road. As soon as they turned on the back road, this is just a few of the clues. It was a blue necklace with a cross. There was a back pain, there was foot pain, I think a blue shirt also. As soon as the team turned on this dirt road and, and, and went around the corner, here came a guy limping who had on a blue shirt, who had on a blue necklace, and when you pulled the necklace out, it wasn't just a cross necklace, it was a rosary. That was one of the words that came out in the treasure hunt, was a rosary. When he pulled his shirt out, it was a blue rosary, and he had back pain and foot pain. Well, the team was undone. I mean, everybody was like, are you believing this? They were praying. We were up on the street because they had already gone down while we were up here praying for this guy. I was part of the people. I didn't. Anyway. So we were up here praying. When we came up, they said, come back here, come back here. And Raphael said, no, let's go this way. Let's go this way. I said, no, let's go back here. We we're already praying. I'm telling you, from, from that encounter, we couldn't walk 15 steps, 15 feet. There was the next encounter. All the clues. The next encounter, all the clues. I mean, and it went on like that for two hours, from one to... We walked for two and a half, maybe three hours, and I don't know how far we walked, uh, but it was just like from one encounter to the next. God was just meeting. Everywhere we went, God was meeting And he was showing up and we were praying for people. And God started doing something that was so amazing. I'll show a picture. We said, God, we want to develop the church. We want to build the church down there. We came across two different people. Right after we prayed for the man with the blue cross and all that, there was a young man who had been a part of the church from just about the beginning who had been uh, a key young man going out in the neighborhood. Every time we went out and we prayed for people and witnessed, he was there. He prayed for people, saw people healed. He prayed for people, saw them saved, but he had been out of church rinaldi and the second person we see is rinaldi and i even think there was things about him that were on the i can't remember if he just was one of them that was right there so we prayed with him and guess what he did he followed us the rest of the way we kept walking and we came upon another one who had been in the church not just in the church but had actually lived with with rafael and carmen and had left about a year ago and there had been hurt there on both sides and had just disappeared I would see her on Facebook, and that was it. We, we look up. We stop at this because we were obedient. We look up, and we're, we're supposed to pray at this family. So we go over in this yard to start praying for people, and I look up, and there's Esther. And we start ministering to Esther, and she just starts weeping. And guess what? Esther followed us and went with us. It sounds just like Jesus. It was so precious and so tender. And so I think it was that night we were at church and we were, uh, we had just eaten and spontaneous celebration broke out. I want to call it worship, but I have absolutely no idea what they were saying. They brought out the real primitive. I actually have a video. If you'll go ahead and bring up, uh, because there's purpose in it. This is sponsorship by Ben Price and uh, Carolina Connection. <laughs> we he gave he donated all these ball caps if you can see them. They say Direct TV on the front of them. <laughs> he donated all these for Rafael works with a ball team a bunch of uh, a lot of young kids that he plays baseball with a couple of times a week. We I, them I, them. Yeah, we took them all. In, no, we gave all this back. So I kept one. <laughs> I kept one and Landon <laughs> kept one, but, uh, but, uh, so this is, we were going out. This was actually our last night going out and Rafael walks around giving everybody a hat. It's hot. It's hot. Put the hats on. And Corey said, I'm going to text Ben and tell him he's got to pay me every step for advertising. <laughs> All right, let me know how that works out for you. But this is our team, American and Dominican is people from the the river in Tamborio plus our translators. And, uh, So we were going out into the streets. Okay. This next slide is a video. There you go. And you have to go up on the slide and hit it. This is a video. This is when the spontaneous party broke out. I don't know why it's so... (laughs) Not sure why it's so choppy. you can tell there's several other videos out there floating around so uh i want you to stay on this one hit play again all right when i say pause it i want you to pause it pause it this is jose ramon so steve and i have been talking and um He had told me about the thing with Tish and we were the word that Tish had given. We were praying. And so I'm videoing. I I video all this that's going on that night. And uh, we go home. We go back to the hotel. We go to bed. The next morning, I get up and I'm looking at this video and I begin to cry. Because I looked and Jose Ramon's outside. The church is inside having a blast. We got our party going on. And Jose Ramon's outside. And uh, I said, God, how many times? It wasn't, there was no condemnation. But how many times, God, did we not see people? Right there, your people, and we don't see them. And the word that was given was that how he's treated is how the Holy Spirit's received pretty much. And I looked and I thought, man, we're inside having a party. We're breaking it down. And there's Holy Spirit outside. Outside the door looking in. And I was broken. I went to Stephen and I said, I want to show you something. And uh, he looked at it and he saw it as well. So I think it was that day. Is that right, Stephen? It was that day that we sat down and we said, we got one of the translators. We said, we got to talk to Raphael. And uh, we shared the word with him and he remembered and uh, he said, well, you know, we tried a little here and there, and and there was no condemnation. That's why I thought, I said, Rafa, there's no condemnation. But we have to be intentional. If we say we're, we want to we obey the Lord, this is something we've got to do is not put him out. But then the Lord began to stir even more in Stephen. I don't want to tell your story if you want to tell it, Stephen. <clears throat> I'm good, too, so come on. Lori, adios. Lord, adios.
3: Dios de Fuego adios. Yeah, vaso de agua. Pasa de café. Okay, so just a little bit. That's backdrop. his Spanish. Yeah, every time I got up in front of the mic, I would say, like, every word I knew. Like, you know, just, yeah, and none of it made any sense. it was just cheap entertainment, and they had fun. They laughed, so it's all good. Um, so, yeah, Tisha had the word, and, you know, I really don't remember the word, but I remember it was something. So, like Todd said, you know, I text, I'm like, yo, what's that word you had? So she wrote it, man, and I couldn't shake it. You know, it just it just kept with me and it kept with me. And uh, so, you know, that morning Todd shared the picture with me, and I was still, you know, marinating it and on it and stuff. And the guy's shot. You'll see a picture in a little bit. I mean, it's a it's go a to the next shy. one. It's the next um, one, I
0: think. Yeah, just hit the, the arrow down on the bottom right there. Hit so next.
3: So that's it right there. Okay, so that's That's Ra- his
0: house, every bit of it. That's
3: not his van. That's Ralphie's van. Yeah. Okay, and that's the shack. There's trash like all around, just trash, trash, just, just
0: everywhere. Yeah,
3: it's um, and you know, I was like, you know, I was just marinating on the word and stuff, and I was like, you know, I, I just imagine the the process of they're building this nice church right beside it, and they keep this church immaculate on the inside. You know, like I'm sweeping, mopping, just the guy. It, it's tip-top, and my homeboy right next door is just like, we can just let him just live in a dump. And I, and I also, it, with Tisha's word, man, just kept, you know, I couldn't shake, and I was like, you know what, I want to I clean up. I want to clean this up. But this is what we, if I want to treat him like we treat the Holy Spirit and this, that, and the third, I said, I want to honor him. Yeah. And I was like, you know, what, what does that look like? You know, I was like, well, well first of all, I think we should clean up. I think we should just pick the man's trash up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, seriously, seriously, I'm the leader of the trip, and it's hot. And I'm going to tell the guys, hey, man, this is what I think we should do, you know, for the day. I think we should just, like, clean up trash.
0: You We've know? never done that before I, on a trip. I mean, no. that's
3: not my heart is in me. I want to go evangelize. I want to tell people about Jesus. I want to see the sick heal. Like, you know, I'm all fired up. I, I'm not going down to pick up trash you know i I pay somebody to pick up trash, I mean, like seriously, we got to be in the budget, come on dude, <laughs> amazing, you know I mean that'd be a blessing to pay somebody they get some extra money that the, the the uh his yard is picked up, man, everything is good, and I was like, no, nah, I really feel like that we're supposed to do it. I feel like I'm supposed to do it, so, like Todd said, man, we had amazing interpreters um, yeah. I mean sent from like heaven above, and so we we this chick was 15 years old, just a kid. You know what I'm saying? But had a heart, man. Same Holy Spirit. was beautiful. And so we so sat down wisdom, about an hour and just shared <laughs> our stories, shared Tisha's word, and we shared a heart. And, you know, we talked back and forth. And it takes a while to use an interpreter. And so he was like, yeah. He's like, I want to be the first to pick up trash. So... um I said, okay. So we ate lunch, and before that, I think I went and bought some gloves for everybody. Yeah. You know, and I told the guys, I said, I told everybody that morning, I said, man, we've got a great surprise. I've got a great <laughs> surprise for you guys. I'm excited. And so the whole time, they're like, man, what's the surprise? I'm like, oh my, I want to tell you so bad about the camp. Okay. So Mariah and Joyce and Caitlin, they <coughs> wanted to do the girls' nails, right? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Awesome. And I'm like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to let the girls do the nails. Okay. And all the guys, we're we're gonna serve this man. We're gonna honor him. Yeah. And we're gonna put on gloves. Come on, Jesus. And we're gonna we're gonna pick up his trash. Good. We're just gonna pick up his trash. Why? Because that's what I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying.
0: Yeah.
3: And before we went down, we, we would meet here and I was like, all right, God. I was like, what do I want to take from this trip? What do, what what do I want from this trip? And the one thing I was like, you know what? I want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's it, bottom line. I just want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel like I can do anything else on this trip until That's I pick right. up this man's trash. I don't want to. I, yeah. Bottom line, I don't feel like that. I, being right with God, I don't feel like I could go out on the street and do the right thing and tell people about Jesus until I pick up this man's trash. Come and on. I, and I knew it in my heart. And, I, you know, I just shared with the team. We went outside and I said, look, guys, this is what we're going to do. I shared the word to Tisha Head. And I was like, "We got some gloves. We're gonna pick up trash for us. so for a couple hours. We picked up trash, yeah. and it was it, it was honey. It was honey to me picking up trash. And you know, what I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I wonder what the team is really thinking. Like, <laughs> it's hard." And I, I mean you know
0: and it was trash. It wasn't it, cute nasty. stuff. It this was stuff trash. Was there
3: for years. And you pick up one thing and there's 10 things. Really Jesus come on like and there's no snakes, glory to God. But the, the amazing thing is there's tarantulas. Seriously, like tarantulas and this I'm bigger end. Like, yes, and we're picking up and I'm like, "Whoa!" And I'm like, "So we're killing tarantulas And like at one point um Sammy Owayo was beside this dude's house, man. Yeah. cutting grass. Samuel, man, he wore it like straight up. Okay, so he's cut, and his is on the side of this dude's house, and like on the...
0: The front side, yes. the streets okay. this way.
3: And his bed is right there, and he's got a little window on the side, kind of like the little shades are right there. And his is right there, and I'm like, oh my gee, I cannot imagine me going to sleep in that, <laughs> in that house just seeing that tarantula that close to my bed. So we pick up and it was. We like, killed the
0: translogist. Yes, we,
3: we killed it. So <laughs> He we, gone. So it was amazing. We did it. And the whole time, he, he says, I, I just want to just sit here. I mean, the guy didn't help us pick up trash. Next picture. The guy didn't pick up, help us pick up trash.
0: That's Jose Ramon right there again. And there's, that's where we just got started. This is just a small picture of what it looked like everywhere times 100.
3: And the reason that it it's their culture. Okay, they would just eat something, eat a piece of cake or something, throw the wrapper on the gown, drink a bottle. And throw the, it, it, It's not just at the church. It's a lot of the city. You go down the street, it's just trash.
0: Everywhere. Go to the next one. That's him. That's Jose Ramon. At this point, I think he don't have a clue. He's, he don't know what to think. Uh, but you
3: know what? The,
0: the Holy Spirit's always there.
3: That's right. Maybe, you know, and he's just enjoying it you know, we're, we're picking up trash, everybody's good, the girls are doing nails inside, and you know, we're picking up a lot of trash, um, so later on, like, it starts to rain, and the team was like, Jesus, you're beautiful, okay, by the time we've got most of the trash picked up, and I'm like, um, and it rains, I'm not like straight up rain, straight, rain, 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 and yeah. the past like, I was like, when are we going to burn it, he's like, we're burning it now, I get some gas, I'm like, dude, it's not, it's not going to burn, like, not in a million years, I'm thinking this is going to burn, I'm like. You pastor it, man, it's your money, it's your gas money You throwing on it, I, but I don't think it's gonna burn. And I like the fire. Fire, of God, for your daddy You know, so you can see behind, like my shirt. Is, yeah, right here. The flame that's going. So it was. Uh,
0: this is Raphael, the pastor. For those who don't know, this is Jason. That's Samuel. <laughs> this is John Luis.
3: <laughs> John Luis is Raphael. Uh, Raphael's right hand man. I mean, like right hand man. And this is just a kid, maybe twenty years old or something. Um, so that was, that was precious. Um, there's so many things that I can share. Um, uh, just the whole thing about being sensitive to the Holy spirit. I think that that was what we wasn't. And, and you know, I, I told the team. I said, I don't want to do something just to do something. And that's what we get in life. That's we do a good thing, but is it the God thing at the time? Right. And, you know, sometimes I feel like that's where we miss it. Even with myself, even with the, the the pipeline ministry, the overflow ministry, just different things. And I was like, I don't want to just do another good thing. I don't, wow, I man, this is I want to do what God, picking up trash.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Man, you know, I could be like, telling people about Jesus, you know, healing the sick and whoop, the whoop, whoop. But I feel like that's what God wanted to do right now is just for us Love to pick up trash. Yes. Um, so, Jose Ramon, man, you know, I, I just, I, I really... Took the word to heart, and the pastor Raphael took the word to heart. His family, Tammy was the last. Uh,
0: Him person. and Samuel were yeah. the last ones First to finish. That
3: picking up trash. It's raining and it's still out there. You know what I'm saying? And he got it. He he got what God was saying. Yeah. You know how you can share a word with somebody and like, oh, that's a good word, but they don't get it.
0: Yeah. But he got it,
3: and yeah. it was so precious that he got it, and he was the last one out there working. It's raining, and he's still working. That was precious. Um.
0: He and Samuel actually cleared. There there were weeds up the side of his house in the front, knee high. And he and Samuel cleared everything back this far. And I said, Raphael, what are you doing? He said, I believe the word of the Lord. And he said, the Lord spoke to me. He said, how would you want your house to look? Yeah. So he cleared back two foot from the house. And he wasn't stopping. I mean, it was... I'm not touching it.
3: It was a... a, a, a,
0: Go ahead to the next. Progress
3: with this guy. That's me in the middle.
0: (laughs) This is Jose Ramon. And look where he is. He's in the church at the table. never table
3: Never. And the thing is, I would tell him every day, Hey, buddy. I called him Joseph. I didn't know how to say Jose Ramon. I just called him. I said, hey, I want you to eat lunch with me today. I want you to sit right beside me and eat lunch. Why? Because that's where I want the Holy Spirit. Right there beside me. I want you to eat lunch with me. This dude, he, he had mad. He, he was like a magician. <laughs> and I was like, so he would go through, he would go home and get his little pot. No worries. You know, and it's just a mindset. Yeah. No worries. And he would get his pot and he would go through the line. And if you blink, he's gone, he gone <laughs> right, back to the, right back to his little house. He was so fast. Yeah, he,
0: and I mean, he'd sit down at the table with you with his pot. And you look over and say something to somebody else and look back and he's gone. And you look around the table and go, where'd he go? And you look, he's up going in his house, putting his food up.
3: So the next, the, the next day I was like, look, <laughs> one of my turtles named Johanny. And I was like, look, this is what I need you to do for me. I need you to be security at the door, okay? I'm going to go sit down, and I'm going to be eating it. And when he, get, he go through the line, he going to try to pull a fast one. I said, just, just, just be security and direct him where he needs to go. And show him that. That man would with him what And he about to really cut a beeline to the house, right? Around, she got him. So she might have said, but he would just sit and leave his feet, and he didn't want to eat. He didn't want to eat in front of us. He didn't want to eat with us. And I'm like, no problem. And I, you know I understand it's a mindset and what I don't you know I don't get it all. But I said I don't care. I'm just enjoying you right beside me. Yeah. I'm enjoying you right beside me, and it was honey. Yeah. It that was, that was so was beautiful. Honey to me, it was so good. So, like, um, this is the picture of the last day. Yeah. And, um.
0: There, but I had, it, I had it. Go to the next one. See what the next one. Yeah, that's the last one. You can back up. So back up. So. Yeah, there he is there again. And he actually ate cake with us on this day. But go back one picture.
3: So, this is a guy. His name is Benjamin. And Benjamin cannot see at all. Couldn't see. So, he couldn't see at all. So, I was like, and that was one of the the words that we had on our our treasure hunt. Just a blind man. All right, there he is. Cool. So, I fell in love with this guy. Yeah, and I, I spent a lot of time talking with him, and I would I would always sit between Benjamin and um, Jose Ramon. Jose Ramon, you know, I, I'm, I'm the leader, but I, you know, I really didn't. At lunchtime, you know, I would I just want to be between them. You know, I just want to be with the, the Dominicans and stuff with all the meals and stuff. So, um. There was this, we're we're praying for this guy. Okay, we're praying for him. We're not, we prayed for him. Did he he see? No. Did I I lose hope? Not at all. I I took him home, and I said, okay, buddy, Benjamin, tomorrow morning we're going to come get you. Okay? And he was just, he stayed in a little, little, like a um, tobacco barn. You know the old barns? Older people might know what I'm talking about. Young people, they're probably lost in the sauce. But, yeah. you know, like the uh, the barn where they used to, um, well, yeah. to hang the tobacco sticks on. You know, like some of you guys know what I'm talking about, we you string the bag and hang the, whatever. Uh, so it was just, it was a little shack. No lights, no nothing. Dirt floor. Just, that's it. And he was sitting there all day, and then he would go across the street at his family's house and sleep at night. So I would go pick him up, and we'd walk into the van. He had a little walking stick, you know, and I. I couldn't tell him which way to go. I don't speak Spanish, so I would, look, like he around, i said, say, look, baby, come here, interpret, like, tell him which way to go. <laughs> so, and we had a, I mean, and we ate together, we laughed together, we told stories, we told jokes. I mean, I wanted to be his friend. Did I want to see him? See? Absolutely. But I wanted his heart. I wanted to show him that God loved him. Yeah. You know, Mel t- told us the last the other year, she she said, well, what do you want? Do you just want a testimony? Or do you really care about the person? Are you do you really care about his heart? Yeah, you know? and so I mean, good. At first, this guy was a little standoffish, but at the end, he had about three, four teeth, and they shined. And every time he smiled, <laughs> it was just like, I mean, it was like, oh, man, this is the best. And we would tell jokes, you know? And I'd say, listen, you, you want to pet a dog? And I would put my beard on I'm
2: just entertaining, you
3: know what? I mean I don't know what <laughs> So it's just fun and we're just sharing and he's like you know, he likes to play dominoes and I'm like, look man, I want you to teach me how to play dominoes and like we're just we're just sharing. That's what friends do, right? So in this picture right here, somebody had the, the um this is sweet. The somebody had a word. I think it was Landon or Joyce that ho- man. That, that Jose Ramon should pray for him. That was a good word. <laughs> yeah. You know was a good word. Everything we pray, we didn't see the results that we wanted to see before when we prayed for them. Okay? I'm all about if it. If what you aren't doing isn't working. You might want to try something else. That's a, that's, write that down. Take it home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should pass the plate now. That was a okay. So, yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm with it. That's a good word. So, I tell him, I say, this is, my, this is what, you know, we feel like you should pray. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, and then I said, like, I thought we want you to pray out loud. He said, yeah. And he stood there.
0: Yeah.
3: Before that, before we started praying, they started singing the same song they
0: sang Always the sing.
3: It's a great song. <laughs> I love it. There's power in the name of Jesus. We know it. But it's like... They That's to, their
0: go-to. If they know, get if stuck, like, they start you know, singing.
3: You know, if it's, we got to remind ourselves. We got to remind God. What, what are we doing? Right? But every time, you know, that we're doing something big, this is big. I will not pull
0: And then i okay. ready and, so, so,
3: and, and I told Todd, and I said, man, I feel like you, dude. You know, I'm a worshiper sometimes. Okay, so we're, they're, they're, they're doing it. And I said, I feel like you. And this, we're standing right here. I went yep. over and I said, man, I said, I feel like you at the church. I said, you know, I, uh, I said, a lot of times during worship, you'll get up and say something. And sometimes I'm like, why is he talking? I'm worshiping. What, what is he doing? Okay, but I'm the pastor. I honor my pastor. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. He knows what he's doing. Okay, he's, he's listening from the Lord. He's like, what do I do next? Okay, I honor him. So it's good. So I said, I feel like you, man. You know, and I tell, I said, you know, when you get up and interrupt worship, <laughs> so I said, man, I,
0: he said it just like this I too. Said,
3: I feel like I'm supposed to to just interrupt what we're doing right now. Amen. And I was like, you know, this is what we always do. And I said, I, I feel like God is, you know, this is this is not it right now. So I tell him, I said, you know what? I'll, I said, this is what I want you to do. I said, I stopped waiting for the, you know, a little breaking point. I said, this one, I want you to listen. Yeah, I want you to listen to what the Holy Spirit's telling you right now. Okay. I said, you know, a lot of time when Jesus healed a blind man, he did different things. Sometimes he would spit on the ground, and you know. So I said, I want you to listen what God is telling you to do right now. Okay, just we're not going to sing. Okay, we're not going to sing. We're just going to listen. Right? Easy. Just yeah. Listen. So we're listening, and I tell him, you know, a little bit later, I said, you know, I feel like Jose Ramon's supposed to pray. So he's standing there, and it's so good. Yeah, it's so That's, sweet. The Holy Spirit is right there. <laughs> he's not in a rush. Yeah. So many times we get in a rush, It gets. And 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 man, Todd, we're, we're we're having a good time. We're enjoying ourselves. Jesus, he said, the Holy Spirit makes people awkward. It makes people feel awkward sometimes. You know, just the silence sometimes can be like, what are we do? <laughs> and I'm loving it. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I'm like, oh, man, it was so good. And, and then they said, we want we, we you to pray louder. And by this time, I knew he knew what he was doing.
0: He would shake his head yes every he time. Said, he wasn't lost. He knew what, he, what they had said. And I
3: felt, uh, it, it, I felt the presence of God. And I don't say that lightheartedly. I knew yeah. the presence of God. And I was like, I'm waiting on him. Yeah.
0: I'm
3: waiting. And it was so good. I was just like a kid in a candy store with a $100 bill. And I was like, oh, this is so good. This is so good.
0: <laughs> then and
3: then, <clears throat> Jesus is always beautiful. <laughs> okay, it was a, so. Then the pastor said, "Okay." They spoke in Spanish, so I really don't know what they said. But all I know what was happening next was the pastor was saying, "Da da da da." da. And then he would
0: say, da, 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 da. "He told him to pray this after him." Told Jose Ramon to fo- to repeat him in prayer.
3: And did it did it shake me? Not, not really. At first I was like, "What is going on?" I thought we was. But you know, we me and Ty talked about it, and I was like, "You know what? Silence can make people feel uncomfortable." Sometimes. You know.
0: Um. It was sweet just being there with him standing there and him being focused. It wasn't like Jose Ramon was lost in the sauce just looking around. He was focused, and he, did, he wasn't ready to pray, but, but they were ready for him to pray. Yeah. And so they helped him pray, and he did what they said, and everybody said amen, and they closed it. But I knew, yeah. and Stephen knew, that was us trying to help God do what we think God's yeah. supposed to do that's not condemning. that's just locating. It was us saying, "God, obviously you're not listening right now, because Jose Ramon's not speaking right now, so we, we got to help this along." And so the pastor led him in prayer, and as soon as he started, I looked at Stephen, and he looked at me, and I just you know it hurt my heart, and, and not condemning the pastor, it just hurt my heart because I knew we were in a moment that the presence of the Lord was tangible, that it was so real.
3: So it was, and you know the whole thing is just being sensitive to the whole spirit. That was the the whole trip. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna share one more, one more thing, and then I I can share all day. Um. One day the team, some of the team was tired. They want to go back and take a rest. I'm all about taking a rest. If you, because I know when you're not tired, you you're not gonna minister the good, You know, what I'm when saying? you're tired, I know I know yeah. It's been out on the hot streets. So some of them went back, and you know me, I'm like, man, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like I'm, I, that's just me. And I was like, all right, so. I got a team. I said, if you want to go out on the streets and minister, look, we're going to go before the Lord. I'm not doing anything before, but until we go before the Lord, okay? So I said, we're going to take a while. Just listen, okay? Get your list out. And if you feel like God is saying something to you, write it down. So we're outside in the circle and we're just taking some time, enjoying the breeze. We're just listening. Some people get a couple words. Beautiful. And then, I'm like, so I was like, I start asking them where they want to go. Well, these people want to go right here. They want to go here. And this group wants to go over here. And I'm feeling in my spirit. I know I'm not feeling the peace. Okay? I'm not feeling peace right now. And when I don't feel peace, we're going we're gonna to wait. Cause I, that's how I know the Lord speaks to me is when I feel peace. I don't like doing anything. And so, to make a long story short, you know what we guys do? we go inside and eat ice cream. Okay? I'm like, we
0: went back to the hotel to change. It was Sunday when uh, we'd had the morning service. So about five of us went back to the hotel to change and come back, and they ate ice cream while we were gone. So,
3: but my thing was, I had all intentions of what? Going out and sharing the gospel. But I, I can't wait. Okay, We got words. This is exciting. I'm, oh, I can't wait. And I feel in my spirit. Man, I'm not feeling the peace. And I'm like, this one is saying go here. This one's saying go there. And I'm like... So I was like, well, let's go back inside. And then Carmen comes up with some ice cream. And Jesus is beautiful. We sit down and eat ice cream. Everybody's
0: happy.
3: Let's sing Kumbaya. So later on, the team comes back. And I'm like, all right. So we decide where we're going to go. It's beautiful. And it, it was so much fun. Okay. Yeah. Just fun. I say, I said, And I told the thing, I said, sharing the gospel, this is good news. We should have fun. If we're not having fun, we might be doing something wrong. Yeah, That's I, right. i saying. I mean, you know. It, I, I love it. So we're having fun. We're talking to people. We're singing "Happy Birthday" to people. We're talking on the phone to different people. Like
0: Stephen answered a woman's phone in English, it, and she's speaking Spanish.
3: It, it's just, it's just, you know, I, was like, I want to talk to your friend. You know, so, and then she, she hangs up on me. She calls back, and I answer and it's, like, it's, it's just cheap entertainment. We're having fun, right? Jesus is beautiful, and. So we have a couple of amazing encounters. And then we, these two guys are walking down the road. And this one guy said he had a wear for somebody, you know, that was drinking and drunk and stuff. So this guy come down, had his bottle up. That's what's up. That's my homeboy right there. So <laughs> I go up and start talking to him. You know, when you got the Holy Spirit on your back, you feel like 10 feet tall and bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? So there's no fear, man. Daddy's with me. So I go up to these two, drunk, these two guys. And, I, you know, and we start talking to him. I tell him why we talk to him. And you know, the the whole, and it's just like the Holy Spirit reminded me, you know, we were supposed to be here hours earlier. Yeah. But I said, you know what? I I felt like we were, I was being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, and we came hours later. I wouldn't have met these two men coming down the street. That's right. Exactly. And they prayed and gave their life to
0: Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, they did.
3: And I was like, that's God. Yeah. Something so simple as being, okay, you know, and just being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I can go on and on and on. But the team did an amazing job. Yeah, Yes, it was,
0: it was fabulous, man. It was a lot of fun. So, Go to the next picture. Y'all know who that is? You know what Jose Ramon's doing? This is the other day. He was helping clean the church. All the Americans that made the mess were gone. We were off the plane and home. And Jose Ramon came to church to help clean. The same man who wouldn't come in the church is cleaning the church. That's good. You can, you can stop it. While we were there, one of the things when we were talking to Raphael and Steve and I talked and to Carmen, I said, if, if you'll honor the Lord in this and love him, he'll be one of your best helpers. He'll be someone who'll come alongside you. And she said already, before they'd even reached out to him, said if someone comes to the church, he'll come out of his house and say, they're not here. You need to go find them. He won't let anyone mess around the church. Uh, he's like their security guard. And uh, I thought it was just awesome. Uh, you can go to the next one now. You can cut the lights back on. So I got it. I know. We're not going to be a whole lot longer. Thank you. Uh, but there's some, I want to have opportunity for a few testimonies. And this is one I want to give of uh, Mariah. Because right in Stephen's spoke, uh, we got there on Monday, Tuesday night, they had a kid service, and he went to Mariah and said, you're going to share your testimony. And she was a trooper. I mean, she got up, shared her testimony. This was on Monday. This was Monday when everyone was tired. It's the end of the week. Everyone's tired. It's the hottest day. It felt like here. Uh, Just muggy, no wind. And uh, we were... It was another one of those times we were supposed to go out, but we... We didn't have a piece about going right out. And uh, Mariah came up to her dad and said, I feel like we're supposed to give each other prophetic words just to encourage one another. Americans and Dominicans. So she goes to the front of the church and sets up, gets help setting the chairs up kind of in a semicircle. Like if this is where she's standing in that picture, the chairs were like in a U. And she goes up with the translator and starts telling us what to do standing behind the podium with her translator telling us what we're supposed to do. She said, here's what we're going to do. You're going to take 10 minutes. Now, I'm not exaggerating. You call me out if I am, team. We're going to take 10 minutes. We're not going to worship. We're not going to listen to any music. We're going to listen to God. And God's going to give you words. And when he does, you're not just going to give them. You wait, and then we'll give them one at a time. Mariah. So I'm sitting there like this. Jesus, you're amazing. So we come up to that night and we're at, you know, we're doing testimonies because we didn't know the next night if we'd be able to get be back together because it was our day at the beach. And uh, so I said, Mariah, you want to share your testimony? She stands up. And she goes, yeah, this trip was good. I shared my testimony and now I can share it in front of more people. And she sat down. I said, hold up, time out. I'm not trying to hear that. I could give my testimony in front of more people. I said, you just led through a a language barrier, Americans and Dominicans, youth and adults, and you led them into a time of prophetic ministry with each other and then not just put it all together, but then ran it after people got their words. She called, all right, you're next. Hold on, you're next. I'm saying, no, girl, you didn't just can give your testimony in front of a few more people. God, you stepped out of something into something else, and uh, I'm excited, excited, excited uh, for what God's going to do in and through Mariah. But uh, that was just to me. I was just sitting there, and I'm like, it's one of those man, God's here moments. That the youngest one on the trip's leading everyone. The oldest on the trip; those that she doesn't even speak their language, she's just leading them in the time. And God began to minister to the team. And they were refreshed. And then when we went out, we were able to minister. You know why? Because we had stuff in to give out. Amen. It was just so precious. It was just the Lord. It really, really was. All right. So who wants to share a testimony? Hola. Hola.
4: (laughs) Como estas? Maybe any (laughs) two? Yes. (laughs) There's so many stories, um, testimonies that I could tell. Um, The biggest one that stood out to me, I think, was while we were at the supermarket. Uh, Steven made me a leader, which I was like, "Uh, all right, we're going to roll with it. And then the translator that he gave us was an eight-year-old, nine-year-old. Nine nine years old. So I was like, Lord. But
0: in Steven's defense, she lives in the States. She's only there during the summer. So she spoke better English than me.
4: So I I was a little worried about that. Cause like I gotta keep her attention, <laughs> but so they were looking at me, and I'm just like, well, let's all think about our words, you know what we got. We're gonna go out and pray for people that we see, and then something just—it's just like the Lord told me to just pray for everybody. I wanted to touch every single person in that store, and so I got my group. We went out. I'm telling this eight-year-old what to say. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> like, but, I mean, we just, the first one I saw was this girl in a wheelchair, um, done those motorized wheelchairs. She was 10 years old. And I just felt like the Lord saying, you know, go for it. And I got wheelchair on my list. And first we came up, and it was a dad and a mom and a little girl. Thank the Lord that dad spoke English. But So I was, I was talking to him, and I just said, can we pray over you for anything? And he said, well, the mom had depression. And so first, I was like, okay, we're going to pray for her. Prayed over her for depression and all that. But she just, she wasn't shaking. Well, then I said, well, I directed my attention to the little girl. Never walked a day in her life other than with kind of like being supported with a walker. Um, So we prayed over her, and I mean... I feel like it was Mark because Mark told me, or, you know, Mark, he's going to pray over you. He's, he's crying. The Lord, he laid that on me. But I was just bawling. But that little girl got up and walked. She walked about 100 feet. It, it, was, it was amazing because not only that, but that mom had a smile on her face.
0: Yeah, that's good.
4: And I asked her, and she said, she just the joy of the Lord's in her heart. Yeah. That's so, so good. has gone. Yeah.
0: That's good,
4: you know. And I think while we we're there, I mean, we just kept meeting people and just running into different people, and just so many people. I mean, I think four or five people just in that one place that we prayed over gave their life to Christ. And it was, I mean, it was awesome. Um, another one that really just. Is mind-blowing is that night we came back, and Joyce, uh, what was her name?
0: Paola. Paola, Paola, which is Rudy, those who have been before. Rudy, who's been a translator for us a couple of years, it was his wife. He just got married.
4: He brought his wife, and she had a tumor on her neck that stuck out almost to her chin. And Joyce was like, all right, you need to come over here and pray for her and all this. And I'm like, I just prayed for a bunch of people. (laughs) I was a little wore out. But it was okay. It was all right. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. No problem. It's okay. No problem. <laughs> and so we went over there and we just, I just felt like the Lord said, lay your hand on her tumor. And I did. And I just felt this, it, it started to shrink. And when we left, I mean, every single time we saw her, it was smaller and smaller. But when we left, it was 95% gone. It was so small. It looked like an Adam's apple. That you couldn't it.
0: even tell that it yeah. was there. When I started, when they had started praying for it, and I, was, I saw him, and I walked up. He said, come on, come on. He was getting everybody. So we kept praying. And I physically, with my eyes, watched it shrink because yeah. it was out to, from the side. It was out to, like, here. And that night when we got through, it was about that thick off right around here, just here. It wasn't up here anymore. It was just right here. And she, the whole time, she just wept. She just wept the whole time that we was praying for, her. and Landon cried with her. She cried, Landon cried. She cried, Landon cried. It was precious though, but I mean, it was it was amazing. You could you could to see it. It was just sweet. Caitlin, since you're in here, come on.
5: Things that we did there was new to me, especially the treasure hunts, like I had said, when we first started them. So <laughs> the biggest thing to me was it was what the first night we went out, we had just did our time of worship, getting our words and stuff, and we went out to the streets and we were going by on Raphael Street and we came upon a girl um, who had just about every thing that I had on my list and Mariah and Joyce that's right a kiss t-shirt um, the silver buttons uh, flower in her hair I had she was a dancer and stuff y'all this is all new to me <laughs> so this was it was blowing my mind I had written a word down for the girl I would find with the pink the uh, pink flower whether it was like hers was in her hair or if it was a shirt whatever written a word and I gave it to her Apparently, it was everything that she needed, and that was like, whoa, for me, because <laughs> this is all new. I've never done this before, so it was a bunch of news. It was just amazing, and then just seeing how much each of us have grown through that, both teams and stuff, it was, it was awesome. It broke my heart to leave, but awesome. it was awesome.
0: So Amen. So. See, there you go. One thing that was cool... <clears throat> Too, is it was such unity. We talk about unity a lot, and if you've been here any time, you know I've preached on family a lot, but it was literally just one family when we functioned and when we moved. It was like it wasn't the Dominican church and the American church. It was the, the family. It was so sweet. Um, who else? Samuel?
6: Well, uh, the, whole, the whole trip was awesome to me. All of it was new we were always listening to the Holy Spirit, no matter what, no matter what. We were always listening to the Holy Spirit, and my favorite, my favorite day, all time favorite day, was when we were cleaning up the trash. Was being able to go out there because you know I like I like uh, I like physical work, and I like doing stuff for people, and going out there and seeing the guys, you know, pour their hearts into cleaning up the it was It was awesome to me, just it not only did it minister to Jose Ramon's heart, but it ministered to my heart and everyone else's heart and Raphael and me were were out there. Raphael was out there in the rain, and I came out there after it was raining a little <laughs> bit and but we it was fantastic to me uh,
0: I told Stephen after we did that I said this is one of the most spiritual things that we did. When we cleaned his trash, I said, this is one of the most spiritual things. We, I, I love the healings. I love the, the people being born again, not making light of that at all. But by being obedient to the word and, and serving, it was, that was one of the paramounts of my trip with Samuel, was cleaning his trash. Now, was I excited about it when we were out there and it was smoking hot? My flesh was not happy. It wasn't excited. I wasn't upset. My flesh was like, it's hot. I was Stephen. I was excited in my in my. I told my man what we were going to do, and it was awesome. But to me, it was one of the most spiritual things that we did is serving.
3: One of the fun things we did, and Todd was so precious
7: when he did that, the day that the guys um, cleaned uh, the trash, he said, you know, because uh, Carmen and Son- uh, Sonia and, gosh, so many ladies have been there cooking. And they are like I said, constantly cleaning the church uh, and cleaning up and stuff. And he says, you know, they're always working and laboring. And we had uh, taken nail polish and stuff down we really wanted to minister to the ladies and he said i think this is a perfect time we're going to go out and work and you're going to minister to the ladies and um it was really sweet because caitlin had a word it was precious what we wanted to do is to tell them who they are in christ that they are princesses and that they are precious in the lord's sight and they're not just workhorses yes god has a purpose for each and every one of them so we did nails We did feet, which was
0: interesting. Joyce looked at me one time. I came in to get water. She said, "You sure you don't want me to clean up outside?" She was in the floor doing toenails. I said, "No, we're good. You do the nails. We got the trash."
7: Yeah, true.
0: Um,
7: But it was really great. I loved to watch how each one of the team members were, were growing and were stepping out. Uh, I saw tremendous growth in Corey and Landon and Brandon and just Samuel. It was a beautiful family and unity in each one. And even when we did have downtime, we were playing, they would play cards or we were just talking or whatever. There was, it wasn't the segregation, it was family. And you're over here, you're working and you're talking and you're hand in hand. The teams went out and we were praying for people. And they kind of look at you like you're crazy at first. And the next thing you know, you would say something, and they were broken. Yeah. And they would start to cry. I had this one lady in La Serena we were praying for. Um, and while we were praying, because they were busy, we were like, okay, well, we don't keep you. We, just wanna, we, just wanna, we don't want to get you in trouble with your boss, but we want to pray over you. And I, I had mentioned something about Family. That God guy in her family, she has a heart for her family, and she was just broken.
0: That's awesome.
7: But it was just the beauty of the way the Lord would work in each one of these lives that we would say something, and you would tell them, okay, you're on our list. This, this part right here was on our list, and these are these things that we saw. God has highlighted you. He sees you, yeah. and he wanted us to see you, and he wanted us to see you, to tell you yeah. that he loves you, and that he so does good. know that you're here. And it was just amazing to see the transformation, beautiful. And I was really, I was really <coughs> wanting to see Benjamin see. I was really wanting that thing for Paola to just to fall off. But it was, like I so said, we saw it shrinking. We saw it getting better and better. And I was like, not in the happiest, because it's like, okay, why God? And I'm asking and. Uh, Mark gave me a word. He says, don't tarry on what didn't happen. Be I, I'm trying to remember how it went, but it was like, be grateful for what we saw and just rest right. at the feet of the master with the angels and know that he's got it. Amen. And it was beautiful.
0: Amen. <laughs> Come on. That's so good. Anyone else?
8: Mark. Like Stephen said, there are... I mean, we could stand up here all day and, and uh, give testimonies on different things that we've seen. Uh, the people there are just amazing. Uh, their hospitality is, yeah. is just out the roof. But the funny thing about that is everywhere you go, that struck me, there are fences. Yeah. There are barbed wire fences. There are all kinds of fences in front of everybody's house. It's like, stay out, keep out. But they opened the door, and they would open the door and let you in the house. They would let yeah. twenty people come into the house. But yet yeah, there are fences everywhere. Yeah, it it just it just boggled my mind. It just didn't match up. Yeah, with the culture that they had. Uh, the one thing I'll share: we had been to the market, and we had found a lot of treasure. But we were all coming out, and there was a place there that had some pastries of some kind. You don't yeah. know what it was. I the churros.
0: Hallelujah. Yeah. Got some churros.
8: So we were just sitting there waiting for, you know, people were purchasing things and all. We were sitting there. And there was a a couple. And I heard the guy say American missionaries. And he came over and he came over to me and he said, will you pray for my wife? (laughs) And I'm thinking, here we are. You know, we've looked for all this treasure. And here's God bringing a treasure to me. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) That just blew me away. So he talked pretty good English, but she, she had some broken English. So I asked the translator to come over, and uh, John Louis was with me.